Welcome to the Running for America podcast. My name is John Emmons, and I'm running for U.S. Congress in the PA 6th District. This podcast is all about current issues, events, and the Emmons campaign trail. Be sure to follow this podcast wherever you'd like to listen, and follow my campaign at www.emmonsforcongress.com. Hello. For the podcast today, I wanted to talk about what has led me to run for Congress. I've been asked that question many times over the last nine months, so I thought I would share my thoughts with you about that. At the core of of this whole body of work is a very strong sense of caring and wanting to make a difference. I think it's vitally important that every person, every child has the opportunity to pursue their dreams and to reach their full potential wherever their dreams would would take them. As I think back at my life and the opportunities that I've had, it really is kind of as a combination of my upbringing and the personal traits that I have been gifted. The old argument about nurture versus nature, I think when you look at my story, it's really a combination of both. So first, let me start and talk a little bit about my upbringing and the times that that I was in my formative years, as people call them. Since I was born in 1958, I was born not long after World War II was over, 13 years after. There was a very strong sense of patriotism at that time. My father had been in the Navy, so I got a good healthy dose of that at the time. And also back then there were, you know, the movies that were on, the even the, the, the songs and the music that my parents were playing all had a very strong patriotic theme. So I was thoroughly immersed in uh, the, the, the patriotism uh, coming out of World War II and all that the United States had accomplished in World War II. But also, if you think about it, at that time, we were transitioning from fighting the Axis powers over to the Cold War with the, with the Soviet Union. And that had a, a very uh, strong impact on me as well. I remember as a, as a second grader having to do the old atomic bomb drills in school where we were rushed out of the classroom and we had to sit along the halls with our heads between our knees. You can imagine that clearly had a big impact on a seven-year-old. And similarly, it was during that time that we were in the space race with the Soviet Union. And I was growing up and, and, and uh, forming my thoughts as we were going through that battle. And I can still remember the day that Neil Armstrong uh, took the first step on the moon. So very strong sense of patriotism as part of my upbringing. And also, there's also a very strong sense of service and giving back that was part of my upbringing as well. I grew up in an old-fashioned Presbyterian church that was formed back in 1833. I remember to this day, it was when I was you know, seven or eight years old, I was sitting in church listening to a sermon. Yes, I, I did listen even back then. And the pastor was talking about the impacts one person can have on the, the rest of their community and on society. And he asked the question, uh, you've, you have been given a gift. When you look back at your life, when you are in retirement, 
Will you be able to say that you have given your all, that you have made a difference? And that has stuck with me all these years. So th those types of things as part of my upbringing had a huge impact on me. And then from the trait standpoint, this is more of the, the nature. Uh, I'm, I was given the gift of being very much oriented towards continual improvement. Even at an early age, I was one that kept my closet in good order and uh, always had a clean bedroom. So uh, I know that's a little different, but uh, that's me. Uh, I'm always looking every day to see what can I improve. And it served me very well in my work life. And um, I just, that's who I am. I want to make things better and I want to make them better every day. Uh, rarely a day goes by that I don't end my day thinking, what did I accomplish today? And did I do something good today? Now also with regard to the traits, I've always had a natural fascination and love for history, current events, and politics. As I think back to my early days, in, even in high school, I would get the New York Times every day, and that was back when it was actually beneficial to read the New York Times. Uh, I would take that home and read it from front to back cover every day. I also would uh, read my father's U.S. News and World Report magazine. I would also read the Time magazine. I, I just loved, I absorbed history, current events, and politics. So that, that has always been something that was near and dear to my heart. And one example of that, too, was I discovered in 1968 that I was a Republican. At the ripe old age of 10, I was watching the Democrat and Republican conventions on our TV that we got, got three stations on. And just listening to them, again, yes, I was watching the conventions at the age of 10. Uh, I determined I must be a Republican because they were talking about uh, self-responsibility, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, and that type of thing. And growing up on a small farm in central New York, that's what we were about. So I figured we must be Republicans. So I think that that is, is key. And as I progressed through high school, I, I obviously took history. I had to make a decision at some point. Do I go the route of history and politics or do I go the route of science and become a chemical engineer? Well, I decided to go the latter route and I became a chemical engineer. But history, current events and politics has always been near and dear to my heart. So off I went to college, concentrated on chemical engineering for four years, and then graduated, moved to Lancaster, and at the same time, Ronald Reagan became president of the United States. Ronald Reagan had a huge impact on me as well. I would say that Ronald Reagan is a model leader. He was inspirational. He tended to lift people up. He made the statements that there's, there is no left or right. It's either up or down. And I think he, he really had a huge impact on our country. I know he had a huge impact on me. So from there, fast forward to 2008. I lived through the Clintons. I lived through the Bushes. I lived through 9-11. I had a family. I had, was having a very successful career but something was still missing. 
And what was missing was I still was not happy with the direction of the country. I felt that the country was going in the wrong direction in too many cases. And when I say the wrong direction, you may what what's John talking about? Well, as you think about those years, through the Clinton years, even through the Bush years, we still continue to see government get bigger and bigger. As government gets bigger and bigger, they tend to be more intrusive into our lives. And as they get more intrusive into our lives, that reduces the opportunities and the freedoms that we have. And if you remember from my original statement, I said I want every child to be able to have the freedoms, the opportunities to be able to pursue their dreams and reach their full potentials. And as I was watching my own kids grow and watching what was going on in the government, I was more and more convinced that we were going in the wrong direction. So as we approached the elections of 2008, I decided I needed to do more. I needed to get engaged. I needed to get off the couch. So I made a promise to myself that I would do that and that I would work as hard as I could, as long as I could, and continue to do so to try to have an impact. So at that point, I became more involved. I started a grassroots organization. We started with about five people around our kitchen table. That soon became 50, and that soon became 100. Then, I, being the engineer, I started doing more research on the Republican Party and, and how the party actually works. And as I did that, I discovered the concept of committee people and area committees and executive committees. And then in 2010, I and a number of other people ran for committee and got elected. And then several years later, I, I became the area chair in my area. Along the way, I also worked on a number of campaigns, state rep level, um, all the way up to gubernatorial level. I remember doing... Um, a lot of door knocking, even in the uh, the Romney election in 2012. So very heavily engaged, learning the process, helping wherever I could. And um, that then leads to 2018. In 2018, when the redistricting took place and um, Representative Houlihan won, that opened the door for me. It was the first time that I was in an area where there was not a Republican incumbent. So I decided back then I would start exploring the possibility of running for Congress. One thing led to another, and we made the decision last July that I would pursue that, and we announced right after Labor Day this year. Now, a similar question that people often ask me is, why Congress? Why not some other position? Well, hopefully you can tell by my previous comments, because of my natural orientation, I've always focused on national and international level issues. Um, I can't say why. It's just that's what my, my brain and, and my inner being is drawn to. So I've always focused on that level. From a Congress perspective, I believe that Congress is the most, should be the most powerful part of government. And why do I say that? Well, I think the framers believed that because that's the first thing uh, they addressed in the Constitution. Article 1, Section 2 talks about the House of Representatives. I think the 
the, the key point for me is that the members of the House, they are the closest to the people. And to me, it all comes down to we the people. So being in Congress, you're closest to the people. You're accountable to the people. Every two years, they have the chance to hire or fire you. I also believe that because the House of Representatives controls the purse strings, they have the power to determine what gets funded, what does not get funded. And I think that that's a power that Congress does not use enough today. So in a nutshell, I believe that the House does have the, um, the, the right uh, closeness with the people, the, the power of the purse. They also have oversight responsibility. And for all those reasons, that's why I'm pursuing Congress at this point, because I believe that's where I can have the greatest impact and, and have the, uh, create the most good for fellow Americans. Thank you for joining me on The Run today. Give this podcast a like and share, and be sure to follow the campaign at www.emmonsforcongress.com. The recording was paid for by the Friends of John Emmons.